sometimes you have to have blinders on. There's so much stimulation visually, everything in the world. And a lot of noise. Even so much noise. If you don't sit with yourselves and you don't have time to yourself and you're always distracted, it's hard to really find out who you are, what you like, what you want right. out of life. And don't take life so seriously. You don't have to be rich doing what you love and you don't have to make money doing what you love. Honestly, if it's something that brings you joy, ideally, yes, you want to make a living doing what you love. I guess that's the dream, right? But if it's something that's drawing you and driving you, there's something to it. Stick with it. There has to be almost an obsession with what you're doing. Yep. And because there's so many things that can derail it. And so many people in the world just looking to discredit what you do. If they see you're happy, Ooh. stick with your gut and don't take yourself yeah. so seriously. Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Aaron Harris. Aaron resides in Texas and has been creating wood sound wave art since 2006. He's had the opportunity to create pieces for names such as the Dave Matthews Band, Roger Waters, The Who, Chris Rock, Depeche Mode, and more. Welcome to our show, Aaron. Thank you so much for having me today. It's a pleasure, my friend. It's a pleasure. This is great stuff that you're doing. So tell us more about it. What exactly is this? It's a piece of art, right? Yep. So it's custom wall art, basically. And what I do is, so the best way to put it is every time you make a sound, it creates an audio wave. And if, yes. you, and if you look at any sort of recording software, or even on your phone, a lot of times you can see the actual sound wave from any audio. So what I do yeah. is take that specific section and transfer it to art. Oh, that's awesome. And can you give us some examples of the type of art you create from it? Yeah. So wide range, basically anything that's been recorded, I can use, okay. I can turn it into that. I've had the opportunity to, for instance, ultrasounds, the first heartbeat of a child still inside of his mother. Uh, they were able to record it and I wow. can take that, transfer it. And it's basically, here's the first sounds we ever heard our child make all the way up to musicians, anniversaries, wide range. That's incredible. <laughs> How did you come up with this idea? Where did it come from? How did it happen? I was, a, I still am a musician, but I was basically put my full focus into music for well over a decade. And then just like anything, you get to a point where you're like, all right, I need to change course. <laughs> I'm done mm -hmm. with this. And so I was sitting there with my guitar player at the time and I said, man, I bet you could actually turn because we were actually, we were recording some things. So I was looking at the sound waves on the monitor and I was thinking, I was like, man, you could actually probably turn these into something you could hang on the wall. And my first thought was that each one's different. Each one's unique because if you're, if I say hello, and then you say hello, they're going to be completely separate sound waves because the tone of our voice, intonation, wow. all the different things. So even two people saying the exact same word 
it's going to look different. It'd be different. Yeah. And so I thought, what's more unique than that? Each one is going to be custom. Nothing. Each one will be yeah. specific to that person or persons, whatever the case may be. And it just rolled on from there. I had zero experience in any type of woodworking, anything like that. I had literally never done it before <laughs> and decided I was going to start. And uh, I started in 2016 and then just started going from there. And it took a little while. And I definitely didn't hit the gate running. <laughs> but it took a, a little time to get my footing and figure out how to actually do it. And it, I'd say a good year of just trying and different things, made all sorts of things, trying to find my avenue. And then when Any that mistakes. really... Mistakes. Yeah. Oh, so many mistakes. Still making them. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I was trying to make a bunch of different things and just anything someone would buy, basically. And that's awesome. And then it, through that process, I really fine tuned the sound waves and I stopped making everything else. And that's really all I make now. 95% of what I make is just the sound waves. Yeah. And then how did these big bands and musicians and comedians like Chris Rock, I guess Chris Rock does music too, just his comedy. I'd love to say that those came about with the musicians or the management contacting me directly, but that's not how it works. <laughs> I partner up with arenas and things like that. The actual venues that <clears throat> something I didn't know prior was that anytime a big act, whether it's comedy, music, whatever the case may be, plays, yeah. plays an arena, mm -hmm. they get gifts yeah. for being there oh. and, and they get the opportunity. They're presented with wide range so of so you're saying the arena gives the artist a gift yep that's awesome yeah and a lot of times that's how my work is the gift and it's personalized wow. usually one of their songs awesome. or something that's like for chris rock he's a big prince fan it's so, memorable yeah chris rock one was a prince song because he's a huge fan of prince and so <clears throat> they presented him with that and most of the time it's just a specific song from that band's catalog and i'll take a section of that song turn it into that i didn't even know they do that and that's just to ensure that they would book their concert the next time they're in town that and it's a thank you gift because a lot of times the big mm. names they're selling out that arena it's a yeah. benefit to the arena it's a benefit it's to just me. a thank you yeah it's just a thank you gift and i didn't know that was a thing either and luckily i've been able to get my foot in the door with a couple different arenas and so I'm able to be the one presenting to those. I don't get to actually do it. My work is there and that's good enough for me. That's so incredible. How did you get this idea to partner with venues? Did you hear from someone that they give out gifts? No, someone reached out to me initially and I had worked with a lady who had back in my musician days and she had booked our band 10 years prior five, 10 years prior, and she was working with an arena, with a venue, and she reached out to me years down the road. And we actually just reconnected and said, oh, I remember we worked together years ago on something completely different. And she was in charge of finding a gift to give and reached out to me. And that got my wheels oh, spinning, amazing. thinking, oh, this is completely a thing. And this is what I'm going to pursue this now. So, amazing how things just work out that way. Right? Really is, really is. And it's, random yeah. connections that you meet you never know you know what's going to come of something later on down the road yeah and are you overall a positive person you would say 
I like to think so. I'm realistic in a lot mm-hmm. of things too. I wouldn't call it pessimism, mm-hmm. but I am realistic on how I see the world working. I'd like to think that there's inherently good and people are striving to do their best and things like that. And it's sometimes hard not to get jaded and <laughs> overrun by everything around you. I like to think that things will work out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just having that is enough to get the wheels spinning. So that's Absolutely. wonderful. Yeah. So what is the most unique piece that you created so far? It's most unique. Okay. So I had the opportunity to make, and I partnered actually with Doc from the right yeah. edge that you got a chance to. I saw, I saw, yeah, I saw the piece in the back. It's going to be part of the YouTube video as oh, well. It was great. in there. Yeah, yeah it's, it was awesome. Something similar to that same design really. And I had a chance, it was for a hotel in Chicago. And so I used that same design, but I was able to, my mom had passed it a couple of years prior. And so I was able to record myself saying, this one's for you, mom. And, and that's what I made the sound wave out of. Cause at that point it was the largest piece I'd done to date. And I think it was somewhere around 15 feet long or something like that. And at that time it was the largest. So I wanted to dedicate that to her. So that one's always a, a special one to oh, amazing. me. So it's, it's so hanging special, in a, yeah. at the Renaissance hotel in downtown Chicago. At least I think it's still there in a few years. It's a memorable piece. <laughs> Definitely. For sure. Definitely. He had another piece behind him that I'm referring to. I forgot the guy's. Busta Rhymes. Yeah. Busta Rhymes <laughs> tune. Yeah. He even told me the exact spot, what he was singing. Oh, yeah. What the waves are coming from. Yeah. Yeah. And it, Can't it, it remember was, right now, but. And I always blank on it too, but it was. We yeah. have spoken about <laughs> he, it. He knows it. <laughs> he, he knows it. Like he's got it back of his head. Yeah, oh, he do it right away. <laughs> yeah, he can yeah. just like that. So <laughs> I did have on that question of another memorable one. Besides the one from my mom, the most memorable was, so I'm a big fan of the Dave Matthews Band. And I, one of the arenas had reached out to me and asked me to make one for each member of the band. And that was at the end mm. of 2019. And so... That was a mountaintop experience for me. I thought other than getting to actually meet them, this is the second coolest thing that could happen as far as, in my opinion. And so then he, and with those things, they get gifts all the time. So you never really think that you'd like to think that they're going to keep them and things like that. But on that realistic Mm. note, you think, well, if I was someone who has been incredibly famous for a few decades, people are always giving me things like, would I really keep this? And sure enough, in 2020, right around when the pandemic started, things like that, Dave Matthews started doing basically just live shows from his studio. And every single one of them was him right in front of my work. He kept it and he put it up in his studio. Wow. And all of 2020, anytime he would put something out, it was basically in front of my sound wave. And can't ever take that away from me. That was <laughs> the coolest experience. Yeah. That's so awesome, man. Did your work appear in any movies? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, not yet. But <laughs> you're going that route. So. I'm working. Any, anyone that'll take it, I'm absolutely yeah. looking forward. I'm just visualizing a scene in a movie sure. in the back where they actually just have a talk about a specific song that kind of matches someone who's playing in that movie. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That is an artist. Yep. Because there's a lot of singers and musicians that are coming in movies, right? So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe this episode will do it. This is the plan, right? 
Just <laughs> it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you were growing up, did you have an interest in art stuff? Always music, but outside of that, I have a brother who's an amazing painter, things like that. He has great work. And when we were growing up, he was always the artistic one. And I played sports. I did all that stuff. And then once I graduated high school and started college, formed a band. And that just consumed me for the next well over a decade. That's all I wanted oh, cool. to do was play music. Yeah. And That's so awesome. I never really, yes, artistic, definitely in the way of creating music. And I think absolutely musicians are artists, but yeah. what I did do now, I wouldn't have. You told me 10 years ago that I'd be doing this. Yeah. I'd have laughed at you. There's no way. Yeah, I didn't just, see it and it I didn't evolved. think it. Yeah. It, mm, it, yeah. One thing led to another and you just, you follow your passions. You follow whatever the case may be, whatever it is, universe, mm. whatever. You just follow it and you go then. Yeah. And yeah. if you're passionate about it, it's easy to, to get focused on it and find a way to make it work. Yeah. Aaron is your purpose that you were here on this earth for. You uncovered that. It feels like it. I feel yeah. like I just scraped the surface. There's definitely, and I think purposes change, weave through the life and whatever it throws at you, you rebound and go from there and bounce off the surface a little bit and see what happens. And yeah. I think it's a fun journey to find mm. new things, find something that brings you passion and run with it. For sure. And can you share any advice to our audience on how to uncover their own passions that may be locked up? I think that for me personally, sometimes you have to have blinders on. There's so much stimulation, visually, everything in the world. And a lot of noise. Even so much noise. And it's, it's hard to, if you don't sit with yourselves and you don't have time to yourself and you're always distracted, it's hard to really find out who you are, what you like, what you want. Yeah. out of life and don't take life so seriously there's yes <laughs> there's, i love that there's a you don't have to you don't have to be rich doing what you love and you don't have to make money doing what you love honestly if it's something that brings you joy ideally yes you want to make a living doing what you love i guess that's the dream right but if it's something that's drawing you and driving you there's something to it stick with it and I, Doc and I, we talk pretty often and say to each other, you have to have, there has to be almost, it's not really the correct word, but almost an obsession with, yeah, with what you're doing. Definitely. And because there's so many things that can derail it. And yeah. every, it seems that there are people, so many people in the world just looking to discredit what you do if they see you're happy. Oh yeah. <laughs> so true. And so true. stick with your, follow your gut and don't take yourself yeah. so seriously. Don't take life too serious is very close to me because since I became self-aware and introduced calmness of mind, I find that life has just become a hundred X easier absolutely and more productive more effective the more you push it seems like everything goes away from you further i yeah. spent my life pushing and trying to get trying to go push and looking at other people and all that kind of stuff and it just felt like everything was going away from me that self-awareness that calmness 
taking things easy, not worrying anymore, right? Just being fulfilled with yeah. what you have and being grateful and being centered and just feeling good yeah. for all. Do you just see opportunities start happening and you, you start taking action that actually means something and the results seem more uh, productive. Yeah. They have some force behind them, but it just makes everything so much more wonderful. And I'm grateful that you said the same thing on this episode. Yeah. Because we want people to know that. Just take a step back. The journey is beautiful. Just notice yeah. the journey. Absolutely. Get out of your own way. And yeah, big one. And just like I said, and we're only here for a, a, an instant. And yeah. if you spend that entire time stressing about what may come, what won't come, how is this going to work? And you can't just go through life aloof and ignoring responsibilities, yeah. ignoring real things, but you can look at them mm. through a lens of this isn't the end of the world. And there's so much going on around me <clears throat> to yeah. appreciate and be thankful for and can get yourself bogged down pretty easily. And I do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're your own worst enemy sometimes. So it's a lot better. I agree completely with you. Once you take a step back and just look at it through a different lens, you realize that things flow to you and you'll attract yes. things that are meant for you. It may sound when we say that you just become lazy and you lay on a couch or something, but that fulfillment, that foundational fulfillment that you're just good, you're cool, yep. Yep. you're relaxed, that creates a a very active version of you. So you're doing a lot more Less effort, if that makes sense. Yep. More fulfilled purpose. You're more still fulfilled. active. Yes. It doesn't feel like work anymore. Mm -hmm. You do so much more and you do it with so much more creativity that you get more done. You get better results with doing less. And you yeah. feel like you start multiplying yourself too. You find the contacts. Like you said, you attract the people that you need to grow with the same level of frequency that you're on. You start seeing those people in your life and then you start growing with them. They feel the same way. They're having that same kind of ease. I don't know. It's just pretty cool it is. to do business that way. It is because yeah. like you, I, I saw it. I was always trying to force things to happen. And, yeah. and it was out of a position of stress or position of, I need some freaking mm. money. And <laughs> granted, the money struggles are always going to be there no matter how much money you have. And that's state of mind. It is. And there's always a scarcity in your mind. And if you really... Take a step back, like we said, but once I had a moment to be able to say, okay, this, everything I'm doing is not working. Like I'm fighting myself yeah. here and it's forcing. I haven't changed really much since then, as far as what I do daily, how I conduct my business and things like that, but it's just coming from a different perspective and it works. Yeah, it's great, Aaron. We call it be, do, have in our program. You want to create the person that you want to be and you be it and then you do, and then you just have. Yeah. I mean, it's a yeah, pretty that's incredible system. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, Aaron, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you today, my man, the great stuff that you're doing. I hope you continue to grow. I hope I see your stuff in movies and I'm hopeful that we'll keep in touch. I'll follow your social media. I believe I already did Instagram. Yep. Yes, I we, think we followed each other. That's okay, my main. Good. I don't really mess with Twitter. I don't mess with most of the others. It's just good. Instagram's my, yeah. my go-to. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I'll definitely stay in touch. Uh, same with you. If you have something that you wanted to announce, let us know. I appreciate your time today. Oh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to speak with you. I really appreciate your time as well. Yes.
All right. Thank you, Take Sam care. Aaron. Thank you, audience, once again for joining us. It was great talking to Aaron. His information will be in the show notes. Take a look at what he's doing. His Instagram has the work and keep an eye out for it. And if you're having a baby and you want to create something with the wave, hey, it's a wonderful idea. I wish I knew this when I was having kids. <laughs> so that's a, a wonderful opportunity right there as a gift. So definitely get in touch with him. He's a great guy. You can tell. And thank you so much for helping us grow. Really appreciate you guys a lot. Thank you once again.